Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 377 of She Podcasts. This is your host, Wait, Jessica Kupferman. 377? Yeah, not 277. Oh my God, really? Yup. I missed 100 episodes. Where was I? I thought you were here. <laughs> but perhaps not. Anyway, I'm your host, Jessica <laughs> Kupferman. <laughs> With me, as always, the slightly... Late? Lost and late, uh, Elsie Escobar. Super phenomenal. She doesn't know what number we're on, even though it's in her own show notes. I know. Sorry. It's because I scheduled this the StreamYard thing, and I knew it was 77, but I forgot that it was three versus two. So, yeah, we're, gosh, we're on really moving 400 along. 400 episodes. Whoa. That is. Which is a lot. Great. It's a lot, people. When you consider that there's only 50 weeks in a year, it's a lot. I think that that would actually get us. You know what? This will be a really wonderful way for us to get into the news. But before we get into that, and I do not derail us too much because I'm curious and I am going to have a little bit of a timer so that we don't have the entire show based on this. But what shows <laughs> Thank you for that premise? I know. Sorry. I know. Might as well give you a boundary. OK, How, <laughs> what are the like shows that's worked before that you are currently binging on? Not binging on, but that you're like into at this point in time as of this moment, because there's a lot of shows in all of the streaming places that are, you know. Okay, like TV shows. Okay. Like TV show type things. Yes. Particularly the newer ones versus the ones that have been released in the past. The newest one that I'm currently binging on is Interview with the Vampire. I read those books when I was younger and then I saw the movie and the show does a much better job than the movie did. I really like it. It's dark, but kind of funny, but creepy and weird. It's moving along at a good pace. I don't have to wait all day for him to either meet Lestat or, you know, start becoming like a brooding bummer. It's right away. So it's all right. good. All right. That's good. That's in, uh, what is that streaming on? Hulu. No, because I would have seen it on Hulu. It's got to be on. Peacock or something. Something I don't have. Peacock or or something else. I think uh, it's AMC, actually. AM. Me... Oh, okay. Okay, so this is called Anne Rice's Interview with the Vampire. So that's why I couldn't find it. I didn't know okay. that. AMC and Prime a- Video. And Prime Video? Is it Prime Video is in like part of Prime? It just says watch on AMC um, season one with Prime Video channels. Okay. I don't know. But but you you must check it out because you know who's um, Louie is Grey Worm. Mm. From from Game of Thrones. Yes, thank you. From Game of Thrones. That was sad. Very um, and the, interesting. Oh, so there's another one that I just binged. Another AMC show. Oh, wow. I slept on it a little bit because I didn't realize, like, because we started watching it and then Scott was like, I don't like this. And so we turned it off. But Elsie, for the love of all that is holy, if you never watch anything else, you must watch this show. It's Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Okay. And it's about... <laughs> Here's what it's about. Okay. It's about what happens to a sitcom wife off the scene. So in other words, okay. every time she's doing a scene with her husband, it's like a cheesy sitcom yeah. with laugh track and the whole thing. Yeah. But then when she leaves the room, like when she picks up his breakfast and she walks out, boom, she's in like Breaking Bad. Oh. And you see other characters slowly start to like also have a life outside of the sitcom. And how uh-huh. she interacts with them. It's 
brilliant. It is one season. It is eight episodes. It is over. Once you're done, you're done. Okay. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Annie Murphy is in it um, from Schitt's Creek. She's the wife, and some dipshit is the husband. I don't know. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. He's the guy who played Shrek on Broadway, whoever he is. So those two shows, what about you? What are you watching? All the ones that everybody else is watching right now. Like what? the Rings of Power. No, I can't. I haven't gotten into that. And then the um. Do you like the, it? The Game of Thrones one. I can't get into that either. Too much the- incest. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so I, yeah, I've been watching that. I love the Rings of Power. It was um, you know, but as a family, we watched it together, and and I d- never really actually read the books. Um, Randy did read all the books. He's he's a Tolkien like super fan. So he knew mm. all of the things, mm. but he really allowed himself to just experience this. But it seems like a lot of Tolkien fans are not too keen on it simply because it really does deviate from the canon like big time. Mm. So and and a lot of people who really love that don't jive with anything different, right? So there's that. So but we did really enjoy it. We enjoyed it a lot and I'm the only one that's been watching the what is the new House of the Dragon? I'm the I watch that all by myself. Like that nobody watches. Like, that. I was on board when it was Cersei and Jamie because like I don't have a brother, so like maybe you could fall in love with your brother if you shared a womb. I don't know. Right. But I'm not down with making with making it with your uncle. That's not okay with me. As soon as I saw that they were having looks at each other, I was like, we are out, okay? Cause I've got four uncles and no. In a thousand years, I couldn't, I couldn't even look at my uncle sideways. Like I couldn't even, like the thought is inconceivable. Yeah. How? How do they function? I don't know. And like they genuinely seemed attracted to each other. Like that's a normal thing. Like that's not biologically awkward. Yeah. Who here (laughs) does not find it biologically awkward to flirt with your parents' sibling? No. I don't care how young. Well, oh, it you wasn't know. even flirting. It was like borderline. Because at like, the time, hey. the first, no, 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 but it wasn't even that. <laughs> that episode. wasn't even the most, that wasn't even like the, the comments of that first, I think it was first or second episode or whatever. I don't remember which ones were not necessarily around the, because they were, yeah, it wasn't because even the uncle, uncle and niece thing, it was more around the adult and kid thing. Oh, let's not even, yes. Right? But she seemed just as like, hey, as he, in fact, she did it first. So there were conversations around the, the incest part. Yeah, I get that. But the, there <sighs> were more comments about the fact that it was the kid thing. But also there was the other. I forgot I mean, that. She's like 13. She's super young. And mind you, yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. Mind you. <sighs> They, when they did finally get together, she was older. Like, it was like 10 years well, later. Thank or whatever. God. But, oh my God, major spoilers, people. Major spoilers. So, if you want to watch House of the Dragon, please. Yeah, you should have said that before. Whatever. I know. Sorry. It's okay. But I mean, that was so, episode one. That was episode one. But yeah, in, episode one is when, yes, that's true. When I was just it doesn't like, get what any the better. fuck? And I was done. Also, I, I it ruined really it for myself bad. a tiny bit. And I may be about to ruin it for you but like right before i watched the first episode i read an article about how 
Game of Thrones was like very high budget, made like a movie, you know, all the wigs were made of like human hair and blah, blah, blah. And then I read that like, because they're churning out this new show, the budget is lower. So the costumes don't fit and the hair is synthetic and you can see frizz. And so now that's all I can see when I watch it. Yeah, I, nope. Doesn't even, I can see. Doesn't even register for me. I am enjoying it. I'm enjoying Please it. Please watch it Kevin is- Can Fuck Yourself. Okay. Have you seen Severance? Yeah. Have you seen the ones that all won? Succession, White Lotus. I did not like White Lotus. I tried what? to watch it. It was too much. It was too- Oh my God. That just, character, the Australian character, loses his goddamn mind slowly throughout the season. I and can't it is the most great that. thing I to watch. I had to stop. Could not deal with that. Oh, I loved it so much. And the other one, the one with Melissa McCarthy, Nine Perfect Strangers. Ah, uh, it's another one I was unable to watch too. Really? That one's about micro dosing, although it's not micro. Yeah, I in the middle like I watched the first couple I'm like, "Eh, I'm out." Like really? I just couldn't, what I did you not off? like it. I have to know. It's whenever it starts to make my stomach feel a little weird. <laughs> that's when I stop. When it's too like That's funny. Like this and yet there was you another can watch show a girl make it with her uncle. That's perfectly fine. You know why? Because you're freaky. A, That's why. No, no, no. You know why? Why? Because there's dragons. Oh, for the love of God. And somehow that takes it out of the realm of... Like possibility? Possibility. Yeah. It's okay, like a, a whole right. new world. I mean, it's not a whole new... You know what I mean? It's like, it's a whole... And plus I had, you know, read the books and then read the, and watched the shows. And so I knew about all of this already. Because mm-hmm. I already knew the history of the whole like incestuous nature of all yeah, of that. So that it, was right. not new. So to me, I'm like, oh, I was a little and then it went away. So like the freakiest part, the one that was like, eh, was specifically those first episodes. I was like, they are going there. And I was just like, <gasps> and I kind of was like. Poppy's like you. She's like, look, there's dragons. So I'm OK with incest. Is basically what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, it's fine. <laughs> so stupid, but it is funny. It's nice to trick yourself, isn't it? A little bit. Nice to trick yourself. It's not. I know. It's so. There was something else that I was just like, I started watching and I'm like, eh, nah, I'm out. It was another one that was a little too like, whoa, this is not like, no. Oh, the Jeffrey Dahmer one. I haven't started it because I feel funny about watching it because I remember being alive when that happened and I had zero memory of that all I know there are no dragons there so Patrick says I've become a prude in my old age the recent queerest folk was too much for me all the drugs and sex so this is normal like I Mm. used to make fun of my stepmother because all she watches is like Disney movies but my husband is also turning into this where like if you've lived through a certain amount of I mean, not even trauma, discomfort, if you will. If you're just if you're just tired of being triggered, you need to watch something. You need to watch all Ted Lasso, just Ted Lasso after Ted Lasso after Ted Lasso, Schitt's Creek, Ted Lasso, anything that makes you feel good at the end and satisfied and not upset and triggered because enough is enough. And I don't know if you're empathic, Patrick, but I mean, you do have a show about seance, but like, um, but my husband's empathic. So like, I think other people's feelings are enough for him. You know, like that's enough all day. Like he has to watch only the happy shit now too. And like, it's true. Like I'd rather watch Thor 
than like any of the other stuff that's coming out that's like all triggering about war and just whatever. I, I don't can't watch, watch like any. Yeah, that. you're correct. You're right about those movies. Like, there's a lot of those that I simply cannot. I like, can't I just do it. can't. I can't do it. And it's one of the reasons I haven't watched that one that everybody's talking about on HBO with with all the the kids that are doing drugs. That's on HBO. I believe that's HBO. something else. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it's a, it's HBO Max. I it's think. not called addiction. I forgot. It's but called... everybody, c- tell us in the comments. It's, I know that you... I want to call it heroinism, but I know, I know it's not that. But it's like it's like needle arm or something. Yeah, no, no. But it's <laughs> you know, Zendaya. Yeah, but Zendaya, euphoria, euphoria. Yeah, thank you. Euphoria. That's right. Everybody's like, wow, she's amazing and all the stuff, and I'm just like. It's too, it's too much for me. Like I cannot. Is it because of me? If it makes you feel no, better. No, no, no. That's always been me. Like I have never been able to watch a, any kind of addiction movie or any kind of drug movie. Not- I will say that the ones I have watched even before I was a parent have scarred me for life. I cannot watch them anymore. I will never watch them again. And that's another reason why I can't watch Euphoria is because I can't watch this girl descend into being a heroin addict and even though I know, I thought maybe it was because of me, even though I know that like my daughter's experience was completely different than what that is. Like that is, I don't want to say romanticized, but like, I guess on that show, it's part of being popular. And that's not the case in real life. Right. Like in real life, people are like, why are you doing that? Don't do that. That's not good. Like there's no, at least in my experience, there's no popular kids running around putting a needle in their arm ever. It doesn't make yeah. you pretty. It doesn't make you cool. It doesn't make you interesting. It makes you break out. It makes your you forget to wash your hair. Like it's disgusting. Although I haven't seen the show, so I don't really know if she's. Like I don't. That or yeah, not. I don't know much either. But at the same time, it's like yeah. I feel like that about it, it too. And yes, I do enjoy thoughtful things. But I was just thinking because this is the. I think this is the very first time that I've actually watched something that the reason I brought it up is because I usually watch things way after they're cool. Like, way after. Like, I got into Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, like Game of Thrones, you hopped on, like, years after it was yeah. over. Yeah. It was like, I saw all seasons. Like, it was... That part is good, though. Being able to binge is key. If you are going to start... If you haven't caught up with people, wait until the whole thing is out and then do right. it all at once. Because and then otherwise, do it all at once. torture. So then, like, I... So I just watched... We're recording on Monday. So I just watched uh, episode nine, which came out on Sunday. Okay. And so by the time this episode goes out, the last episode is going to be coming out for um, House of the Dragon. And it was hilarious to me to watch the responses of Twitter. And I was rolling. I thought this is so funny because it was so funny. People were having such a blast. And it was. I it mean, is it fun was to really watch TV episode. with Twitter. I'll give you that. Well, I was after, so I didn't watch it with Twitter. Still, I watched it after. If you if you keep up with the feed while it's on, it's even better. It is so it is hilarious. So anyway, I just wanted to see your take, but I was laughing so hard. Twitter is hilarious. Twitter is hilarious. And it just it was so it was so good. So anyway, all right. The memes are so funny. Okay. The memes are hilarious. Anyway, let's go ahead and get us into some news. The news you can use. For the informed podcaster, podcasting news. Oh, my God. All right. So the latest news of the past like week or so. Right. Because we again, right, we, re- we skipped the news last week. Right. Yes. 
Let's just give a really quick overview of some new podcasting awards. These are the Discover Discover Pods is uh, Discover having, Pods. Discover Pods are having nominations, and I believe that they are open through November fifth at five p.m. Pacific. And you, it says here on the on the website, it says podcasters feel free to nominate your own podcast and campaign on your behalf with your audience. However, like previous years, ballot stuffing is discouraged. You hear that, people? And will result in your podcast being disqualified. The total number of nominations are one variable to help determine the finalists. It's not the only metric that matters. After nominations close, a group of podcast fans and critics sift through the nominations to narrow down and ultimately select the finalists. Oh, okay. So we could actually, we have to, we get to nominate ourselves, I guess. Yeah, we could. That's cool. Yeah. And do we have a category we would fit under? Is there one for miscellaneous? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't call it comedy, but I wouldn't call it tech, but I wouldn't call it, I guess, you know what? What? Society and culture. Would, is that what we... No, let's not do that because there's too many society and cultures. I think I would go with... Tech. Tech or leisure. <laughs> leisure. Leisure. I think tech because I actually okay. think we yeah. could win in the tech category, but I'm not sure about leisure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I definitely know not society and culture. But as a tech show, we're pretty good. As a tech show, yeah, We're but different. have we talked about any kind of tech as of now? We've only no. talked about like non-tech things. You could say that streaming networks is tech. Okay. I think that all electronic pop culture can count as tech. That's just me. All right. And so folks that are listening to this, we would really appreciate you that you tap on the link in our show notes and nominate us. Mind you, you are going to have to be clear about why. Are you nominating this podcast? Why is it special? So yeah, you're all going to have to, you have to know why is there a nerd category? <laughs> I just thought of a good name for our tech show. If we were to do a tech show, we should call it Tech Tits. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great show? That is a great Tech oh my God, Jessica, I even have the the perfect, if we could get the design for it, it would be tech tits, but then it would have a little plus and a little minus. And so it'd be like, <laughs> like, right. like big, big tits and little tits. Yeah, yeah. Tech tits. So, yeah. We could have a tech tits um, section of our show instead of tooltips. We'll call it tech tits. Tech tits. It's hard to say. Tech tits. Plus you could just make it TT. <laughs> okay. Tech tits. All right. Anyway, yeah, that would go in the tech category. We just have so, to call it tech tits. Yeah. So if you would like to nominate us, that would be awesome. We also have to nominate ourselves. You're really going to have to give them why is it special because. So here, let us tell you. No, I'm kidding. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Y'all weird? can figure that out. But anyway, yeah, hopefully tell you them why, why it's watching. special that we do that. But anyway, d- and mind you, if you want to nominate yourself. Please go ahead and do that. Do Head it. over to discoverpods.com. Uh, uh, but there will be, a, again, it, there will be a link in the show notes. If you want to go ahead and nominate us, we would love it. But if you want to nominate yourself, please mm-hmm. feel free to do that as well. Right on. Okay. okay. All right. I know you don't want to get too into the next thing, but here's yeah. what I will say. Okay. And let's see if we can just cover it with this. And then if you need to say more, you can. Okay. 
Basically, our friend Sky every week does a newsletter about a, an in-depth story called The Squeeze. And this week on The Squeeze, she's talking, it's called An Oral History of Gimlet's Slow Demise. So here's what I'll say. It is a complete timeline. It's very interesting. And what I love about Sky's um, newsletter so far is that she spills tea. Like she's giving you That's the juice. She's she's giving you the goods, baby. Where are this? Where's this tea coming from? Is like all of a sudden there's she tea does everywhere. All this research. She looks for tea because she's a good journalist. First of all, she sniffs the tea out, or probably people bring it to her, like myself. So I mean, I love that she's like, it's a brave thing to do, spill the tea on an industry, and it's like you know if you compare it to a similar newsletter like Hot Pod. Like he doesn't spill the tea. He does like reporting and then he like microanalyzes. He like, does a lot of thinking. Strategy. Yeah. Sky doesn't need to do a lot of thinking, although she does, obviously, but she does more of like, it seems to me that this would be better if this, or it seems to me that this was not the point of this. You know, like she does a lot of like gossiping, but on a very high level. It's brilliant. So if you want to read about the eventual demise of Gimlet. I highly suggest that you find The Squeeze by Sky Pillsbury, Sky with an E, and read what she wrote. And I don't know if that covers what you wanted to say or if there was more. Did you want to talk about Gimlet specifically? No, I wanted to actually, because both of the stories right at the top, which yeah. is, you know, the, what we have on our show notes right now is Sky's newsletter, which you're welcome to read. It's many words. Oh, but right. But the, but the story underneath is why she wrote it. Right. Right. And then there's the actual there's the reporting that came out on The Verge and many other places right. about Gimlet and Parcast cutting shows in the on The Verge article. It said cracks in Spotify's exclusivity model. And then they just mentioned what's been happening, which all in all to say that there's a lot of folks that unfortunately have been let go from their positions in podcasting. So many people were, of course, hired when there's this amping up of a lot of productions and all of these high value right. deals were happening in the space and constantly, constantly, it was like every, I don't know, it felt like every day. Yeah. Somebody was getting a million dollars and right. uh, people were working in the industry. And right yeah. now it's all sort of gone away-ish uh, in the fact that a lot of folks that thought they were going to be working on shows are no longer doing that. And this is, you know, and so this is where I wanted to come to it, Jess, is the fact that I'm actually right now browsing through our website. And I went all the way back to the old school stuff that we put out in like 2014 and all of that stuff, because I'm trying to see oh when we started to cover, because here's the lens in which I wanted to put this through. We covered all of these news as they were happening, because Jess and I have been podcasting prior to even this even existing, meaning yes, you getting paid all this money to do all the stuff, Right. Jess and I have been doing the thing. And when these news happened, we were like, okay, well, okay. They want, got a lot of money. Well, good for them, but it ain't going to work. I bet you, you could go. That's what I wanted to do. I, if Let me I, see. did you use the search function? No, no, no. But it's not on the, remember our honey, the way that we name our episodes have zero to do with what we cover on the show. 
I know, but we should be able to cover. We should. There's a search all the way at the bottom where if we type in Spotify and Gimlet. I'm sure with Gimlet, yeah, but I don't think that it would show up, will it? I don't think that... that 219, that's... episode 309, episode 256, 252, 222, and 110, 101, like the, we've, we've been covering, we've covered Gimlet, like, yeah, even just from that. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Look at this. We have, oh, this is the one, Jess. 219, right? Episode 26. An no entrepreneur's way. dream to podcast as a business is the very first time that we covered Gimlet as Gimlet was when Startup launched. When I was really in love with Startup, because Startup was an amazing podcast. It was the very mm. first time yes. that we were, were listening. very impressed. Yeah, we were like of the podcaster life. And, mm-hmm. and it was very relatable to what we were doing and putting together. Mm-hmm. And I was so mm-hmm. fired up about it. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. They were super transparent. They were trying to sell the stuff, like, like you know, create a business and everything. And I just kept thinking, gosh, it's going to be hard for them. And not to not sell out like they were they had these conversations about not selling out and all the yes, stuff and did. the dream and the meaning and all the stuff. And we were like, oh, my God, it's riveting. And that's when they started to create other shows that weren't as impactful. Then Startup right. Season 2 came up. It wasn't so good anymore as, as that first season. But we've been covering it since. Actually, episode 219 is titled Talking About Spotify the Whole Time. Oh, yeah. But uh, what I'm saying to you, though, is the fact that we did cover it prior to that. And what I wanted to get at is the fact that we called it from way before. Yeah. That this... What else Wasn't is new? Gonna work. Am I, this is my life, especially when it comes to podcast advertising. But here's the thing that irks me, folks. By the way, I'm going to put this link in the show notes because- I love when it's, we're it's right way be, ahead of everyone else. It's, it's got to be good. So I'm going to put it in the show notes and also, um, not in the show notes, I'm sorry, in the chat there. And Melissa, you're welcome to grab that link for episode 26. So- She's already done it. What's interesting about all of this stuff is the fact that those- Two articles, like the reporting from Sky and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Verge and the way it's being covered now, it's like shocking. It's not, though. It's not, though. That's if what you're you saying. Heard, it's not If shocking. you would have listened to us talking from all the way back then, because you need to, uh, first of all, I believe like understanding the medium of podcasting went over the head of everybody. Nobody really actually got podcasting, they were looking at it from a different perspective. And I also saw another article that just came out and I, I didn't put it in our show notes today. It was another analysis of what Spotify is doing and, and the way that they're approaching Spotify and the way that they're selling their shows and working with these shows is in the same way that movies and film are working. So they're putting that model of production from movies and film on top of the podcasting thing and end reflecting the budgets and the teams and the way that it, everything's laid out. And so it became a thing that uh, for as long as you and I have been around, yeah, I personally have never had an experience where I walk into creating a show 
and we have a person that does everything, like one little thing of all the things. Like we have the audio editor, we have like the, like yeah. somebody would get us our show notes and our guests, and then we would come and record and, but that's all we would do. And then somebody else is going to do the marketing and somebody else is going to, and I'm like, what the, like, we've never yeah. done that. We just like nope, show up never. and record. Yeah. It must be interesting. Right? Yep. It's true. It sounds like the dream still. It sounds like the dream, but it's like, it's a hard dream to make happen. You sort of invalidated my imposter syndrome because for the first five years of me podcasting, I felt like I was being referred to as some kind of expert when I had only been doing it like one third the amount of time you've been doing it. Right. And I was like, I can't be an expert because I've only been doing it for like X many years. But now that I've been doing it for almost 10 years, like eight years, it feels a little bit more like, hey, I've been around since the beginning. Like it wasn't yeah. the beginning, but it was like the second beginning. Yeah, no, I know. I Yeah, absolutely. And I think you getting behind the mic and doing all these things and then also seeing the way things have changed, mm. knowing what you know now, because even, even if you didn't know what we were covering on the show, just with us talking about it, it gives you a decades long understanding of the industry, Jessica. Yeah, exactly. Of living in it, commenting on it, thinking about it, and then knowing where it is now. And I feel that there's a point of view that we bring to the table that a lot of folks don't. And get this, if somebody was crazy enough to decide to just binge listen to our entire back catalog, they would come away with an understanding of exactly who we are and what we stand for. And mm -hmm. I think that folks nowadays don't really understand the, the amount of work that we put into this and, and what we've really researched and and found out about and got our hands dirty with and and actually just saying to, straight up like, wow, that seems like that's not going to be a really good idea. <laughs> and, you know, but yeah. this is what we did yeah. say. I remember we said this, um, especially like you and I both were on the same page as this. Like we were like, if Spotify or anybody comes at us, remember what was that other one that was like behind the paywall that everybody was talking about? It was an app. I forgot what it's called. It starts with an L. Luminary. Thank you. That's right. Remember how they were also paying? We were like, give us the money because we knew that we could get the money, mm -hmm. do a show with them, mm -hmm. not She Podcast, because we would not go exclusive. We would do an exclusive show for them. Mm -hmm. Take the money and run because they're going to run out of it. Like we yeah. already knew. We're like, they're going <laughs> to, it's not going to work. How long could this go for? No, there's no business model. Exactly. And so we'll just take the money. We'll happily create a new show for y'all behind mm -hmm. a paywall exclusive to you. We will keep the IP for She Podcast, do our own thing over here. And then you do that. We'll put all of our heart and soul into this type project. And I know it'll just go away because it will. Mm -hmm. But we'll take mm -hmm. that first paycheck. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Too bad nobody came running to offer it to us. I know. Yeah, Bonnie says, true. People make podcasting look easy. Turning on a mic and talking is easy, but podcasting is not. It's true. Oh, and the other thing that I wanted to comment on, and I know that we've been beating this forever, too, is the fact that a lot of these folks are their biggest complaint is that they were there creating the shows and they were like getting their hands dirty and they were doing all the things and they were doing their best job and they were putting out some great content, mm -hmm. but Spotify was not marketing mm -hmm. and therefore their audiences didn't grow. And that just shows you. I mean, because where else are they going to market? Exactly. But the thing is, who is going to, somebody else is doing that for you, right? We 
as podcasters know now a lot more than we did before that you create really good work. And it's not enough for you to just create a really great show. You now also have to market the show, hence the getting completely burnt out about it, because there are some folks who can actually hire somebody to do that marketing for them. And yay. But there's a lot of us who can't do that. Yeah. But you can see that even if you have a super fancy pants, incredible show, if you don't have marketing behind it, it's not going to grow. It's not going to go anywhere. But you don't have to be on every channel. You can be on one or two and it's fine. Yeah, exactly. And when you say channel, though, Jess, you're talking about social media channel, social Mm -hmm. media channel. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about social. So anywho. Yeah. All right. Well, we've talked about all that stuff. And now moving on to some tool tips. Time for tech tips, you guys. Tech tips. Elsie's tool tips. Off we go, Elsie. Tell us about your latest tech tip, shall you? Okay, let this be latest. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I recently, mind you, first of all, let me just be full disclosure here. I am a hardcore fan and have been a hardcore fan of Castro as a mm-hmm. podcast app. Castro app is an iOS app where I listen to podcasts. It is my number one app on my phone. If there were any other apps on my phone that I needed to delete, Castro needs to be on it, and my heart would be so broken if they disappeared. I have a complaint. Okay. If you scroll down on the main page, it says, we have all your favorite podcasts. They're all done by men. Every single one. Okay. Rude. You can tell the SNP people that, but we're not talking about them yet, but you're welcome to. They're Fine. actually really I'm just active. saying it out loud. They're very okay, active no on Twitter and they do listen to these things. So you can go ahead and you can mm-hmm. you can reach Great. out to them. They have a very, very awesome community on Discord and they do have a woman who runs their community management and mm-hmm. she is doing a very, very good job. This would be a wonderful thing for you to share with her. Um, so that the SNP team would look. But let's continue on. All right. All right. So I was talking about Castro yes, and how sorry. much I love Castro. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, But mm-hmm. now I have found a solution to a problem that I know a lot of us have that is not based on podcast listening, right? So enter the app called Snipped, and it is nsnipd.com. And the whole premise around this app is unlock the knowledge in podcasts. It's to discover and save highlights in podcasts. Mm -hmm. So this is not a, what I consider a a listening app, but more of a learning, taking, yeah, it's more like working app for me. Like I would have a different thing happen. So what it does is that you can add your shows into Snipped. And once the show is there, they actually transcribe all the shows. They transcribe whatever episodes you want. So you get mm-hmm. you got that. And you can highlight the transcript and you can do whatever you want with it. So you can export it out to like audiograms. You can export it out to a tweet. You can copy and paste that text to reference later. But the key components of Snipped are the interactions that it has with other workflows. So it is fully integrated into Notion. It is integrated with Obsidian, with Bear, with Readwise. And so when you have highlights, you can highlight 
Like if you're listening to an episode of our show, let's say, and then Jess and I continually drop wisdom bombs that you are constantly trying to highlight. So you're like, oh my God, that was so amazing. Overwhelming, isn't it? It's overwhelming. So then like when you're listening to us, you're like, oh my God, that was so great. And then you highlight our episode inside of the app, you highlight it. And then what's the coolest part of it is that then you can export those highlights to do whatever else you need to do with them, whether it's like you want to write an in-depth article about Jess and I and how brilliant we are, and you want to have our quotes in like one place, you can do that by exporting it to Notion or Obsidian or Readwise. And Readwise, what it does too, is that it creates an opportunity for you to read things in there as well. So the coolest thing though, Jess, the integration that I have with Obsidian, it's astounding. Like I don't even know how to share. I've never been so excited about an integration ever in my life. I learn from podcasts all the time, right? So I'm sitting there listening to a podcast and my mind is exploding over all kinds of things, especially when I'm listening to certain conversations where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so smart. This episode is everything. I'm learning so many things. Oh my God. And so I'm highlighting, 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 and then you send it over to Obsidian. And then when it goes to Obsidian, Jess, oh my God, it has the title of the episode, the direct link to the URL, the URL link on the website, when the episode was released, and then it's got all of the little highlights in their own section. So top little highlight that I did, and then below it, it's got a player time-coded to play that little area. And then there's a little triangle that you tap the triangle and then it opens up the entire transcript, not just the snippet, the entire transcript throughout. So let's say I have five highlights. It'll give me those five things that I highlighted with a player time-coded underneath it. And then if I want to remember the context or the reference as to what that was, I'll just press on the little drop down thing and it's got all of the transcript right there. I was like, what? And this is tapping one, just a tap, just a tap. And it goes, and I was just like, I don't even know what to say. This is unbelievable. And so now it's in my database. So I can easily see it anyway. And Obsidian for me is life. So I have it on my phone. I have it on my iPad. I have, so if at any time I want to remember what was that episode where they were talking about that one thing, what was the quote? I can just go into my thing, really quickly do it. And boom, look, I can have it as a reference audio for myself. Look at what the context was, copy and paste the quote. And when the the episode was released, oh, and it has the episode artwork. It pulls it too. The whole thing all the metadata. Amazing. I'm just like, I don't even know. That's it amazing. is unbelievable. But it's for, but again, it's for learning. It's for people who listen to podcasts and take lots of notes. Yeah. Right. It's not for I mean, the, but that's good. That's a yeah, good yeah, thing. It's for really sure. cool. I'm still turned off because when I went to download it and said, here's the most popular. And again, they're all men's shows. <sighs> all right. It's gross. I'm just saying, it's like, okay. uh, even if I had never, even if we hadn't been talking about it, if I'd have opened this and only seen like Conan, Deep Questions, and like, I don't know, like the only thing it's recommending to me is men's shows. If you go to, Ugh. I'm not, and again, I'm not defending this. 
But if you go to any app,、mm-hmm. what would you find? Let's see, shall we? Give me another one.、Uh, not the big ones because they're actually, they have curated playlists right now and there's lots of things. So you're telling、on. me that Castro, all of them. I know Good Pods doesn't. Castro supported us for a Clean Pod parody campaign and they changed their stuff. Overcast has an entire directory just for us in there. Yeah, I know. As well as, but if you just open up the top people, It's the same things that people See, are doing. See, Poppy agrees with so, me. Bronnie agrees with me. But this is when you can reach out to the SNP team.、Mm-hmm. And the reason that I didn't notice any of that, you know why? Because I exported my stuff from what do you call、right. it? OPML. I exported my, my things, opened it up, sucked them all in there. So my entire thing is populated with my podcasts because I sucked in all my stuff. Hey, man, I hear you. I'm just saying it's not nice. I hear you too. I shouldn't have to reach out to the team. They should know better. Really? Yes, really. I don't think that they should know better in terms of like some of this stuff. I mean, some things absolutely they should know better. Yeah. I'm just saying that you're just stepping away from it doesn't take away. I'm sure it's a cool tool, it's a great tool. It no, disappoints me that they are only recommending men's shows both on their website and、it. in their app. But why can't you just reach out to the team? Have you in any way? I'm not saying way- I can't. I'm saying I shouldn't have to. That should not be the default. It should not be a no brainer. There are so many things that we shouldn't have to, Jess. Ugh. And it's exhausting. Okay, so that makes it okay. No, no, no. That they can't、I'm、have not an ounce、saying- of creativity. In what they recommend, not even a sliver of thinking outside any box, not just diversity. You're correct. You're correct. Come on. You're right. But that's why I think Jenny does the work that she does because all of the things、yes. are not front of mind for some people. It's not very welcoming. It looks like it's an app for dudes. If that's what you want, that's what you have. All right. I'll cut this out and send it to them. There's a lots of apps where it's like, I mean, where the branding is a turnoff because it's so male centric. But in this case, I mean, it's a, that's a little bit true, but mostly what's it's like Tim Ferriss, Ted Radio Hour, Huberman Lab, Ted Talks Daily, Lex Fridman, Shane Parrish, Ezra Klein, like not one show hosted by a woman. You can't tell me that's like, it's the lowest bar of standard. I'll reach out to them if you want, and I'll even be nice and sweet. No, I think I'm going to cut this out and have them watch it. Okay. Because it's a better thing to just sh- share like, your, your thoughts. Because here's the thing I didn't see it from that perspective. As you know, I'm a huge advocate of all this stuff, correct? I have an entire movement around claim pod parity. Your lens first is. Is the tool you probably went very in depth into whether or not it was functional, useful, easy to use, did all the things. It didn't even occur to you to think of the content because your first line of mission is how do I feel about this tool? So you did the first thing it tells you to do is import your, your subscriptions. That's probably the first thing you did. And then boom, it's customized to what you want. And you didn't even see that.、Uh, let me tell you how I, I did this. It's like this. If we were talking about a DAW, right? Like a, a digit, like a, something that, like an editor of some kind, right?、Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the editor, and、um, I said, Jess, like I had a problem. 
I needed to edit this with this and this and the, and the other. And I had a problem and I didn't know. And I was like, I need to have a solution to this problem. I don't know how to edit this piece of video. And right. you were like, oh, I got it. Use this. Because it does the thing. And then I went, okay. And then I downloaded the thing and I used it. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. It is. But it's I great. listen, hold up. And then I never went onto the website, number one, to download it because it just came into my thing. And the second thing is I knew what the workflow was because I was already importing my stuff. Like I never saw what they offered. I went right. into the back end real quick. Like there, I never even went through the front. I went through the back and I was like, this is the best. It, yes. So it you, is. on the other hand. Right. I went through the whole You front. went through the front front. Yeah. You went through the front and I didn't go through the front. So I didn't see it from that perspective because I just used the tool and it worked. And it's no, nothing has ever worked to solve a problem that I've been having for such a long time as this tool. And so I didn't see any of the marketing like at all. I don't go into Snipped to look for podcasts. I'll right? even go as far as to say that this app would probably improve my instinct to listen to podcasts because I read faster than people talk. Mm. And I could download this, snip out the information that I need from podcasts rather than like, oh, I hope this podcast helps. I have an hour. Let's find out. I don't have the time for that. That's why I do research on Google and I look through all. And actually, I buy a lot of like Kindle books to research through. Right. So if this can take the place of that on some level, then it would be great because I could just I, forget sharing. I could just keep notes on all the shit that I listen to without having to write them down. So it would even probably increase my, uh, not ability to listen, but my possibility to listen. But that's, uh, yeah. And Poppy's saying it's not the only thing when barriers to entry are gendered. It's just, yeah, it's like, ugh. I'm just getting to a point. I mean, look, every time something happens that's like slightly off the cuff, like whatever happened with podcast movement or. That was not slightly off the cuff. I know, but that's a bad example of slightly. But even <laughs> like, if it is slightly off the cuff, like like what's his name? The, the CEO of iHeart doing all his interviews, even with even when he's highlighting black creators. Like that. Like that's slightly off the cuff. He's a CEO. He can do what he wants, but also have someone else interview them that isn't a white dude. Just right. saying. But my point is, I'm getting to the point where once you see it, you can't unsee it. I can't watch old TV shows without seeing it. I can't read books without seeing it. I don't look at websites without seeing it. And I am, dare I say, comedies that I used to watch religiously, Wedding Crashers, Old School. I can't watch that shit anymore because I'm just tired of laughing at white dudes. I can't listen to another white dude. I can't. And that's all the shit. Like, I mean, pardon me, but they're not just the men. They're all white. Like, what? How? You're kidding. You're kidding. I thought everyone was getting to the point where they they like flip through the channels to find a movie and, and all the comedies are like the same fucking shit we've been watching. The one about the bachelor party. I can't even remember their goddamn names now because that's how old I am, right? But the one where they go to Vegas, there's three of them with Brad Cooper and the guy gets lost the night of his bachelor party. What the fuck is it called? I don't know, dude. I don't watch. I don't want it. I don't like those. Any Vince Vaughn movie, any Ben Stiller movie. Like, I'm just tired. Yeah. I don't want to see them talk anymore. So, like, yeah. when I see a company, The Hangover. Thank you. I knew Melissa would know. Thank you. 
anytime I see a company just like still being that blind to it, I'm just like, I'm just tired. It's no offense, but it's been 47 years of only hearing that. I'm done. I'm not going to rant. I will, I will end my rant. I'm sorry. I can tell that you're like being very patient with me and I appreciate it. I'm just trying to explain why it bothers me. No, I get it. I get it. And you were coming at it from a, co- again, we were coming at it from two different perspectives. Thank you for highlighting that to me because I'd never even saw the marketing side of it at all. And, and my communications with the SNP team have been with a woman. Yeah, right. So why would you even look? Right. And I went to the community and the communities were like, I didn't. Right. Why would you even I made friends. You know what I mean? I reached out to her. I'm like, oh, she's she's a community manager. I was a community manager. We do the mm-hmm. same job. I love that she's working behind the scenes and she's nurturing the snipped community. That's what I saw. I didn't go again. I went in it through the people versus the marketing. So you gave a new perspective and I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, look, even the TV we mentioned earlier, like Interview with the Vampire, like Louis Black, it makes a huge difference. There's a completely different twist to like how Louis treated in life and then after. Like he has to pretend that he's Lestat's valet because he's black, even though they're right. fully equals. Or like, you know, the other show, Kevin Can Fuck Himself, is about it's women centered. It's about her and her struggle with like, you know, with her selfish. She's very selfish and complicated and like, yeah, I can't watch like, I can't even think of a show that's like, man, there aren't really any that I watch that are so white man focused anymore. I don't watch Kevin James sitcoms because they're dumb. Anyway. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah. Spider-Man 3. Really? uh, All right. You know what? I'll even give you that. Like Thor and like the Marvel stuff. Like, I'm not sure. I mean, for some reason, it doesn't affect me that same way. Maybe because there's aliens. And, and like this last Thor, Love and Thunder, is about how she becomes like a Thor. So it's more about her. And in I the don't end, know. she's like, I'm Thor. Like, yeah. And she Doctor tries to Strange, get the gender like, out of it and all this stuff. I'm Doctor. Doctor Strange is the villain, is like one of the Marvel characters, and it's a female, and she's like, you know, hurting because she misses kids and like just whatever. It's the female characters are becoming more complicated and it's and it makes me happy because I don't think it would be watchable otherwise, which is why when I look at this, I'm like, this is not watchable. Even though it's nothing to watch, right? I'm just looking at it going, no thank you. Right. You're just trying you're going at it, yeah, from that. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway. I can anyway, tell that, we gotta you know. wrap it up because uh, I yeah, gotta, sorry. My not kids, to wrap like, it up on a rant and I'm not angry with them. Like I said, I think it'll be an amazing app. If you want to communicate with them, or if you want to snip this and send it to them, that would be cool. Ah! I know. Oh my god. Do it. So yes, do it. I know that would be even I think that would hit the point home. I'm gonna please. do it. I think I might do it. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you to the audience who comes here live and participates in our show. I really do think that you bring something really special to our episodes by interacting with us while we're doing this. It's kind of nice. It's validating for me, which is nice. Not just because you agree with me, but just because I like the feedback, good or bad. I like instant feedback. It's really good. (laughs) Poppy likes my rants. Thank you, Poppy. Call me up and we'll rant some more. Okay. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you all for listening after the fact which is, you know, when it's being published on audio. And we'd love it if you would subscribe to our show wherever you listen. That would be amazing. But also you can find all our show notes at ShePodcast.com. You can find us on all the socials. And I'm going to list them out here. They're all at ShePodcast. Pinterest, which is new. TikTok, which is new. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, which is kind of new. So if you would friend us on some of that new stuff so we could get it going and see if it's something that might work for us. We're doing all the... um 
experiments. I actually forgot to tell you about, speaking of experiments, I had an idea I wanted to share with you and I forgot to put it on the show notes and now it's over and we can't. But next time, check out our membership, membership.shepodcast.com. Our event stuff is coming soon. So be on the lookout for that and get on our email list to find that out. And what else can I say? Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>